That's all these kids got? Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, April Foolishness, by Teresa Bateman, illustrated by Nadine Bernard Westcott, published by Whitman, Albert, and Company. I know, I'm late for a review of an April Fool's book, but it's still early in April, so give me a break. April Foolishness drops in on two children visiting their grandparents on the farm on April Fool's Day. The children try to trick their grandpa on a few pranks, but none of them work. Will these kids ever fool grandpa? Well, think of your best tricks, and let's see what these kids got. The narrative opens on Grandma doing herself up in front of the mirror. She's delighted that her grandchildren are coming to visit her on April Fool's Day, and you can see the children out the window running up to the house. I wonder if she has a bunch of pranks planned for them, like those super silly pranks parents play on their kids and send to Jimmy Kimmel. The old broccoli as a present prank. It gets me every time. That smirk on Grandma's face would tell me she's got a few but we'll have to see. Well, the kids come running into the kitchen from outside and start yelling, quote, Grandpa, oh, Grandpa, the cows have got loose. I think Big Brown Bessie just stepped on a goose. End quote. And you can see a thought bubble of what the kids are explaining, showing a cow's hoof going halfway through a goose. Well, sounds like they're having goose for dinner. Grandpa isn't phased by this at all, and reaches into the fridge and pours himself some milk. He doesn't give a fuck. He's a veteran. There isn't anything on the farm he hasn't seen. Well, the kids come back in and start yelling that the chickens are loose. It sounds like all hell is breaking loose on this farm, and Grandpa could care less. And now he's cracking some eggs. Grandpa must be a man of routine and doesn't do any work before he gets a solid breakfast in him. These kids don't quit. Now they're yelling at him that the pigs are out. And now it's becoming clear that Grandpa is on to their charades. Either there's an apocalypse happening on the farm, or Grandpa isn't a farmer at all, and he walked into the wrong house, if these kids happen to be correct. But I think what's more likely is these kids are just shouting out every animal name on the farm and saying they're loose. They gave themselves away after the second one. Now they're just killing it. Grandpa doesn't even humor them and play along. He has no respect for these kids. Grandpa just seems to be getting ideas for his meal and is now frying up bacon. Now he's a true farm-to-table man, using every animal on his own farm he can think of. The kids continue to yell out animals, now saying the goats are out, and then Grandpa responds with this, quote, Imagine, said Grandpa, it's really quite scary. Then sliced the goat cheese that he bought from the dairy. End quote. Grandpa is a fraud. He's not farm to table at all. He's buying all his shit from the store. Is this even a working farm? Or are all these animals for show? And that's why he doesn't care. Will the children try one last time, saying the sheep are loose? But Grandpa just isn't buying it. You would think after the first three times, the kids would have gotten the hint that Grandpa isn't falling for it. Trying the same thing and expecting a different result isn't going to get them anywhere. Get imaginative. 
pretend to be hurt. Or the old saran wrap over the toilet is usually good for getting one unsuspecting fool. Their lack of creativity is upsetting. The whole book is about one bad April Fool's joke that doesn't work. Grandma finally comes downstairs to bail out her grandkids. She makes up that she's hearing a bunch of noise, and when Grandpa tells her it's nothing but the kids trying to pull a bad April Fool's trick, Grandma tells him he's got his dates wrong, and April Fool's Day is tomorrow. The old classic mixing up the dates trick. So Grandpa scrambles and runs out the door like someone stole his car. And the story ends on Grandma eating Grandpa's breakfast, and the kids running up to her and thanking her for bailing them out. This poor guy had to put up with kids yelling at him all morning, and then he doesn't even get to enjoy his breakfast that he put in all that hard work on. So sad. I'll be honest, I'm not the biggest fan of April Fool's Day. It's just annoying to me, because you can't figure out what's true and what's fake. And while I'm being honest, it's hard work to pull a prank, and I just don't see it as worth my time. With that being said, these kids clearly like April Fool's Day, and do think it's worth their time. So the lesson here is obvious. If you're putting effort into something, and whatever you're doing isn't working, don't continue to do the same thing over and over. Put your thinking cap on, and get creative, and try something different to achieve the goal you're going after. I usually like repetition, but in moderation. Teresa's writing was too repetitive. She only needed to show the kids failing three times with the same prank. Doing it five or six just felt like it was trying to add pages to her book. And it made the kids just look plain dumb. And having Grandma bail him out didn't help. Nadine's pictures are what provided the humor in this one. Showing the animals wreaking havoc did get a few chuckles out of me. This one had potential, and it missed the mark. That's not my dislike for April Fool's talking either. So on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm going to give this book a 2.4. I'll have a taste, push it around, and go back for another bite. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.